Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The Can Weather Station, WTOP-FM Washington, WWWTFM Manassas, WTLP-FM Braddock Heights Frederick, WTOP News, Facts Matter. Let's go to Bob Imlury in the traffic center. On the Beltway Outer Loop, headed towards Springfield from Braddock Road, at least one stop along the left side, may even be involved in a crash there. And 66 eastbound around Broad Run had a, a tractor trailer stopped, and that is along the left side of the roadway. Slow speeds, but snow all over the roadways. Be careful tonight. WTLP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. WindowNation.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. A winter weather advisory in effect until 7 tomorrow morning. Two to even six inches of snow possible in a few areas. Snow mixed with freezing rain tapering off to flurries, freezing drizzle after midnight. Areas of dense fog and we're down to about 25 for a low. Two to five inches in most places, but Mike Stennerford was seeing one part of Fairfax County that may get half a foot of snow. Gradual clearing on Tuesday, becoming windy, highs around 32. On Wednesday, mostly sunny, blustery, and cold with a high of 32. Reagan National is now at 29 degrees. This is where you turn when the weather threatens. WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up on WTOP, two breaking stories. Donald Trump, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses. It's not even close for Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Steady snow falls across the WTOP listening area. Several inches of accumulation expected. We've got a growing list of school closings for tomorrow. Stay with us for team coverage on your first alert weather station. 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper in Des Moines. Former President Donald Trump will win the Iowa caucuses, CBS News projects, capturing the first state in the 2024 Republican presidential nominating process. Now the battle for second place. Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are in that battle, and who voters chose between the two candidates has to do with the type of candidate they want. According to those we spoke to at these caucuses, the top quality sought was by far someone who shares their values. Far fewer wanted someone who had the right temperament, but among those for whom it was most important, Haley was the clear favorite. I'm Matt Piper in Des Moines. Now with more CBS News, here's Jennifer Kuyper. We have special coverage of tonight's Iowa caucuses on CBS, CBS News Streaming, and CBSNews.com. Iowans who traveled to vote tonight did it in sub-zero temperatures. At least 12 people have died in half a dozen states due to winter storms and extreme cold. Double-digit wind chills forecast in Denver and Chicago have prompted public schools closures tomorrow. It's also cold in Texas and in Dallas. A couple used a leaf blower instead of a shovel to clear snow. And in Kalamazoo, Michigan, Dave Zanger says he had to pick up a little something for his neighbor. I had to pick up beer for my neighbor plows my driveway for free. So got to make sure he's taken care of. <laughs> this is National Day of Reflection. CBS's Jim Crisula reports. Martin Luther King Jr. III spoke to CBS News about the importance of this year's presidential election. It's a very consequential election. Either we're going to embrace hostility and division or we're going to embrace inclusion and moving our nation forward. The human rights activist lamented what he called the movement to make voting more difficult. Jim Crisula, CBS News. A new claim by the Hamas terror group as more than 100 Israelis are still being 
held hostage CBS's Robert Berger. Hamas released a video that purportedly showed the dead bodies of two male Israeli hostages. The video showed a third hostage, a young woman, saying that the two were killed by Israeli airstrikes. Israel called it psychological warfare. In Yemen, Houthi rebels claim responsibility for a missile that struck a U.S.-owned ship in the Gulf of Aden. Today's attack came less than a day after Yemen's Houthi rebels fired an anti-ship cruise missile toward an American destroyer in the Red Sea. Boeing has told employees that it plans to increase quality inspections of its 737 MAX 9 aircraft. This following the door plug blowout on an Alaska Airlines flight. The inspections come after federal regulators grounded the 737 MAX 9. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 10.03 here on WTOP on this Monday evening. It's January 5th. That is January 15th, 2024. Steady snowfall in the air. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Conditions deteriorate across the Washington area in terms of a safe drive on the Beltway or anywhere else as measurable snow is piling up in the area. A little more as far as our snow totals than we first thought. Let's get all those live details now from WTOP meteorologist Mike Steneford. And good evening, Dimitri Singh reports of anywhere from an inch and a half to four inches of snow on the ground right now. Uh, the big winner, Fairfax, uh, reporting four inches of snow as of about 945 this evening. Uh, as of seven o'clock this evening, 1.8 inches of snow has fallen at Reagan National. So that breaks a snow drought that goes back all the way to 2022. So uh, snow continues across the region. We're seeing moderate snow across much of the area. And we're seeing some sleet now developing to the southwest of Culpeper, too. So about another hour or two of light to moderate snow across the region, mixing with some sleet and freezing rain at times. After midnight, just some light snow flurries or a little bit of freezing drizzle, but we'll start to see some fog developing too. Total accumulation is generally two to five inches of snow, but we may see a couple of areas that come in at six inches, but this snowfall rate has overwhelmed snowfall operators and also overwhelmed any snow uh, melting that's been on the uh, area roadways like salt. So that's the reason why roads, even our major roads like uh, the uh, interstates and the Beltway are all seeing a lot of snow right now. That will continue to be a problem for another hour or two. And overnight, look for temperatures in the mid to upper 20s, so no melting will occur overnight. And I'll be back in just a couple of minutes with your complete forecast. All right, Mike Stenford live on WTOP. Let's run down the school closings. There are many now. D.C. public schools will be closed tomorrow. In Virginia, here are the schools that are closed. Alexandria City, Arlington County, Fairfax County, Prince William County and Loudoun County Public Schools all closed. Manassas City Public Schools, Manassas Park City Schools, and Falls Church City Public Schools are closed tomorrow. Culpeper County and Rappahannock County Public Schools are shut down tomorrow. Spotsylvania County, Stafford County, and Fauquier County Public Schools are closed tomorrow, along with Fredericksburg City Public Schools. Meantime, in Maryland, Montgomery County and Prince George's County Public Schools will be closed tomorrow. The following schools are on a two-hour delay. Howard County, Calvert County, Frederick County Public Schools, two-hour delay. Charles County, Carroll County, St. Mary's County, and Washington County Public Schools on a two-hour delay. 
Anne Arundel County Public Schools opening two hours late, as are Baltimore County and Baltimore City Public Schools. And in West Virginia, Jefferson County Public Schools will open two hours late. Anytime we've got bad weather, you just go to WTOP.com to see a full list of cancellations and delays. A tricky night getting around in all the snow and slush. Some people are enjoying it. WTOP's Kyle Cooper has been on Snow Patrol. In some spots, you can't see the lane markings, even on the main roads, and we really haven't had to drive in this much snow for a while. This driver we talked to in Springfield says it caught him off guard. Yeah, it did. It did. You know, when the back end starts to meet the front end, you, you kind of realize, like, okay, even 25 miles, I think it was, yeah, it was about 25 miles an hour was a little too fast. Some people are out enjoying the snow. We came out just to be able to enjoy it. Hannah Van Loan and her husband Fabio walking through Old Town Alexandria. We also saw a few people out sledding. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Road crews across the area have been out treating the roadways many hours ahead of all the snow that's falling now. For example, VDOT with 2,000 trucks on Northern Virginia roadways, treating roads, helping drivers who were just trying to get home earlier. WTOP Cheyenne Corinne with more. It's, it's incredibly important for people to stay off the roads if they can, delay all non-essential travel. That's the advice from VDOT spokesperson Ellen Kamalakis. I think people underestimate they don't leave extra time, they drive way too fast for the conditions um, and they're not prepared for all of the unexpected slippery spots. But if you are driving, VDOT says their crews pre-treated the roads with a salt brine mixture. From there, crews will go out with rock salt, um, uh, putting that down to to break up anything that's that's um, accumulated. And then once the accumulation is about two inches or more, then they're able to put the plow blades down onto the asphalt. Cheyenne Curran, WTOP News. Well, they are getting to that point now where there could be some plowing going on, and we'll continue to follow that for you. Crashes involving pedestrians are on the rise in Fairfax County. Those in charge are closely watching trends to see how they can make roads safer. There were 30 pedestrian-related crashes in Fairfax County in 2022, up from 14 in 2021. That's according to a new dashboard that County Executive Brian Hill says is tracking transportation trends. When you look at concerns with uh, with mobility and transportation, obviously is pedestrian fatalities. Hill explains the county is investing in things such as speed humps and cameras to slow people down. What is missing? Is it streetlights? Is it is it road markings? Is it speed? Those are the things that keep me up at night. The number of deadly crashes of all types is also increasing, but Hill says the county wants to make sure that our residents have a place that allows them to be safe, healthy, and, and vibrant. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. And still to come tonight on WTOP, even people shopping for super expensive luxury items like a bargain. It's 10.08 on WTOP. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. Along with the salt trucks, we have seen the plow crews out there as well now as we are getting enough snow for that to be uh, happening. And it is helping, but of course, uh, once the plow has gone through, it doesn't take too long before... Uh, the snow begins to cover those lane markers once again that Kyle was talking about. All around the region, traffic is uh, very slippery, or I should say the roads are very slippery, and traffic is fairly light as uh, people are finally making their way home. But the crews are out there, so give them wide berth. Don't try to pass those uh, plows. Uh, Not a very safe thing to do. And as far as uh, going too fast for conditions, yeah, people have been doing that to some extent, but luckily uh, nothing has really uh, happened to cause any particular problems. And for the most part, people have been behaving in the snow and uh, driving very carefully out there. Problem is, if you go too fast when you have to stop, you won't be able to. 
So this is what we're dealing with on uh, ramps, bridges, and overpasses. Even worse conditions tonight. And many secondary roads are pretty adversely affected by the snow, especially where there are hills. Want to test an electric car? Plug it at Fitzmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at Fitzmall.com. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And right to WTOP meteorologist Mike Steniford tonight. Are we still looking at two more hours of snowfall, or could that change a bit, Mike? I think about two more hours would be about right. Looking at the radar right now, seeing the back edge of the heaviest snow uh, now crossing the Blue Ridge around the Front Royal area and stretching downward to around Culpeper. It looks like a little bit of sleet is mixing in with the snow southwest of Culpeper. Widespread reports of three to four inches of snow in Fairfax County in Virginia. That's our big winter so far, and I think we'll see another inch there. So I'd say our uh, snowfall accumulation forecast of two to five inches is going to work out pretty well. It's been snowing fairly uh, steadily since about 7 o'clock this evening, and that has been overwhelming road crews across the region, and roads are not in good shape, especially with temperatures well below freezing. So we will continue to see uh, moderate snow for the next hour or two. It'll mix with some sleet and freezing rain at times, then start to taper off from the southwest to northeast by around midnight. Overnight could be some snow flurries of freezing drizzle. Also watch out for areas of fog to develop with overnight lows in the mid to upper 20s. So once again, I think we're going to see a widespread area of two to five inches of snow on the ground by the time we all get up tomorrow morning. Now, tomorrow could be a snow shower as the Arctic front comes through. The skies will gradually clear, and it will turn windy. We'll get up to a high in the low 30s. Lots of sunshine, but blustery and cold on Wednesday with a high in the low 30s. And on Thursday, not as cold, but a risk of some snow by late in the day and a high in the upper 30s. Right now, Gaithersburg 26, Warrington 29, and Dimitri, we've got a temperature of 29 at Reagan National. We're brought to you by Long Fence, save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour with Erica Herskowitz. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. When shopping for luxury items like expensive bags, outerwear, or jewelry, even the wealthiest shopper wants a good deal. SAC CEO Mark Metrick tells Bloomberg Markets, it doesn't matter how much money you have, everyone's looking for a sale. Yeah, the, the customer's always going to be looking for a deal, no matter what. The market could be whatever the market's going to be, and people want to pay less uh, than what things cost. According to a recent survey, 64% of luxury shoppers are doing so online. But Metric warns, don't underestimate the importance of the brick and mortar. You know, there's still 36% of the people that are going to shop mostly in-store, and that's a lot. Uh, so you got to be there. you got to be there to create inspiration. Uh, and, you know, we remain very, very excited about the partnership that we have with the SFA stores here at Saks.com and how the customer gets to experience the brand uh, all the way around. Metric says among those who can't afford to shop at Saks, half of luxury shoppers are buying things for themselves, mostly spending on stuff to take on lavish vacations. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP. Let's quickly check out the Asia-Pacific markets all lower tonight. Tokyo stocks half a percent lower. South Korea's Kospi uh, index down about 1%. Next on WTOP, taking you live to Iowa, the site of the first in the nation voting on the Republican side tonight uh, for a presidential candidate and a big victory for Donald Trump. Stay with us on your election source, WTOP. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, a Pfizer vaccine. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Good to have you here tonight on a snowy night in Washington and in Iowa, 1014. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellis, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy, like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at gawontwait.com. That's gawontwait.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 1015, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. In the end, it's as we thought it would be, based on the polls in the Iowa caucuses. A real thumping, a real big victory for former President Donald Trump. He's won Iowa's leadoff presidential caucuses, currently with 53.3% of the vote, to Ron DeSantis's 20%, Nikki Haley in third place at 18%. The ballot still being counted after this caucusing. We take you live to West Des Moines tonight, the Ron DeSantis watch party, and Julia Manchester, national politics reporter for The Hill. So nice to hear from you again, Julia. Before we look at this through the lens of the DeSantis people there where you are, just an overall uh, understanding of what happened tonight. Quite a big win for Donald Trump, and it seems to be making a big statement in the political world. Yeah, good evening, Dimitri. It was actually really funny. I was driving from my hotel, which is right by where the Trump campaign watch party is, to West Des Moines, and I saw his motorcade on the way to that watch party just as I was receiving push notifications that Trump uh, won the caucuses. It's very early. It's a consequential win for Trump. It's really what I think his campaign wanted at this point. However, um, you know, now we're on to the race for second and how big that margin is that, that second place winner has with Donald Trump or that gap. So right now it's DeSantis versus Haley. But I will tell you from being here, the DeSantis campaign is not happy with um, how this race was called by the news media. They're saying it was called too soon and Iowans didn't get a chance to really, um, you know, uh, even fill out their caucus forms, if you will. All right. That's an interesting thing uh, for them to bring up. So uh, if they squeak uh, second place finish, meaning that let's say Trump gets 54 percent and it's only about 20 percent for DeSantis, but he defeats Nikki Haley. Does that keep the DeSantis uh, campaign alive tonight? 
I think it does keep the campaign alive. I think second is obviously what they're hoping for. And I think he would continue even if he got third. Remember, um, you know, DeSantis is already set to go to South Carolina tomorrow. It's clearly a way for him to try to make a stake in another state, Nikki Haley's home state, because he knows, look, New Hampshire is not friendly territory for DeSantis. He's polling in fourth place, and he really hasn't spent much time there. So he's trying to figure out um, a way forward, even if he doesn't perform well tonight. Um, So we'll have to see how that happens. But the most is at stake for him, because we know that Nikki Haley has focused more on New Hampshire versus Iowa. One more tidbit from DeSantis World. Did you learn anything else kind of interesting? You know, what was interesting, and this kind of goes along with what I said before, how quickly the race was called, apparently in Pella, Iowa, Casey DeSantis was at a uh, precinct. She's the first lady of Florida, obviously, and she was addressing caucus goers, giving a speech. And as she was addressing those caucus goers, uh, caucus goers were getting push notifications that Donald Trump had been named the winner of the caucuses. Julia, thank you very much. Stay warm and uh, and safe travels. Thank you. Uh, Julia Manchester, live on WTOP. She's in West Davenport. Uh, uh, um, um, she's in Iowa tonight, and she uh, is national politics reporter for The Hill, is what I was trying to say, covering the Iowa caucuses and covering uh, Ron DeSantis tonight. So we're going to keep uh, following all of this, but certainly a big win for Donald Trump tonight. He is a projected winner by all of the news organizations and is expected to make some remarks. We will try to bring you some of those tonight here on WTOP. We appreciate you hanging with us as we go to traffic and weather on the 8th. And when it breaks, and Bob Imler in the traffic center. A very slippery night on the roadways tonight, but the plow trains are out, the snow trucks are out, and uh, the salt trucks, I should say, that are spreading all that. So it's um, trying to keep the roads at least passable, and they're doing a pretty good job with that, at least on the majors. A lot of secondary roads are not faring quite as well as the cold temperatures are keeping everything uh, pretty well frozen that falls onto the ground. But, of course, there's no road work out there tonight. But be especially careful, bridges, ramps, and overpasses. It's not a good night to be out driving. Luckily, most people have been behaving and uh, driving very cautiously under these conditions. And so, for the most part, when you're in slowdowns, it's because of the weather. It's because of the snow on the roadways. It's also, at times, because of the plow trains. So do be careful out there if you have to be out tonight. George Washington Parkway has been closed all day between Spout Run and the Beltway in that work zone. And... Probably, in fact, will certainly be until the snow event ends and they're able to go treat that. It's a new year. Get a new view with Budget Blinds. Budget Blinds has blind shades and shutters for a new view. Find your local owner at BudgetBlinds.com. Visit BudgetBlinds.com today. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Let's check on our snowfall tonight and our situation here. And WTOP meteorologist Mike Stanford. And we're watching some uh, moderate to heavy snow that's moving across the 270 corridor from the uh, Montgomery County, Frederick County line up to Frederick. So do watch out for some reduced visibilities here. Looks like some moderate sleet and snow getting ready to move right through the heart of Culpeper uh, over the next five minutes or so. So watch that area closely. And radar still showing a good deal of moderate snow across much of the region, getting widespread reports of anywhere from an inch and a half to all, all to four inches of snow across the region. The heaviest snow totals that we've seen so far have been in Fairfax County and North 
northern Virginia, where we're seeing widespread reports of three to four inches of snow on the ground, including uh, areas like uh, in northern Virginia near the I-66 and the Beltway Interchange. Right now, reports of three inches of snow there. So, yeah, roads are snow-packed. It is icy, and the moderate to heavy snow will continue for about one more hour. Then things will start to calm down pretty quickly. And then overnight, just a chance of some light snow flurries or a little bit of freezing drizzle. But fog will start to be a problem after midnight. Overnight lows in the mid to upper 20s. Could be a brief snow shower tomorrow morning as an Arctic front comes through, then gradual clearing and becoming windy. We'll see a high on the low 30s. Lots of sunshine, but windy and cold on Wednesday with a high in the low 30s. A bit warmer on Thursday, but there could be another round of snow by late in the day. Highs on Thursday will be in the upper 30s. Right now, Rockfield 28, Culpeper 29, and Dimitri are holding at 29 at Reagan National. We are standing by to bring you another special report from Iowa to find out about Donald Trump's major victory in the caucuses tonight and the battle for second place between Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Stay with us here on your election source, WTOP. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. This is WTOP News. 1023 on WTOP. More snow totals just coming in from meteorologist Mike Stenford. Three and a half inches reported in Fairfax, Virginia tonight in Herndon. Three and a half inches on the ground in Reston. A 3.2 inch measurement in Fairfax County. And also uh, at uh, 66 and 495. Uh, right at the intersection there, three inches of snow in Fairfax. In Howard County, Maryland, 2.3 inches in historic Ellicott City. And then in Bloomfield, this is Frederick County, Maryland, 1.2 inches. So looks like for now, Fairfax County getting some of the biggest snow totals tonight. We'll keep you updated on WTOP. Now we're following the latest from the Iowa caucuses. CBS News special report, the Iowa caucuses. I'm Wendy Gillette. CBS News projects former President Donald Trump has won the Iowa caucuses. Earlier today, he told supporters he was a better leader compared to President Biden. We didn't have terrorism. We didn't have people pouring into our country. We didn't have an invasion where people are pouring in and coming in from prisons all over the world. CBS News correspondent Matt Piper is in Des Moines. Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are in a battle for second place, and who voters chose between the two candidates has to do with the type of candidate they want. The top quality sought was by far someone who shares their values. Haley was optimistic before the caucuses started. I promise you that our best days are yet to come. As was DeSantis. We've had tens of thousands of people that have been committed to us. 
The New Hampshire primary is next Tuesday. CBS News Special Report. I'm Wendy Gillette. And CBS's long-form programming about to go to Jeff McCausland, CBS News military analyst, to talk about how the situation in Israel and Gaza may be affecting not just the Iowa caucuses, but this presidential race. Let's listen in for a little bit. Did not make the objectives of a breakthrough that they had, in fact, hoped. Now, they have had some success, particularly in the Black Sea and opening up the lane for grain export. But still, overall, they're not where they want to be. And they're very concerned now.